Welcome to the Close Friends No Filter Podcast. I'm Stephanie. I'm Anu. And I'm Laura. And in our experience, nothing spreads faster on social media than rumors about what does and doesn't work on social media. Social media changes fast, and there's no shortage of bad advice, outdated tips and tricks, baseless urban legends, and myths begging to be busted. And that's where we come in. With a combined 25 years in the industry, we're here to help you sift through 10,000 pounds of regurgitated social media BS and get to the truth so you can stop stressing over gossip and start focusing on growing your business. Hey, hi, everybody. This is another Close Friends No Filter, our podcast with me, Manu, Laura from B Squared Social and Stephanie from the social media CEO. And we're all here just to discuss all the things without BS. Social media, no <laughs> BS is what we're good at here. So today we wanna talk about a topic that I am pretty passionate about, which is something I repeat a lot. Instagram is not your whole business. Hi, Steph. Hi, Laura. Hello. Yes. Tell us more. How, what do you mean it's not my whole business? Yeah, you're yeah. like, wait a minute. No, but my whole point is that I think we just keep listening to all this advice on Instagram of what we should be doing on Instagram to grow our Instagram, but we only have so much time in our hands that we should be using at work. And what yeah. we're doing is that we're taking all these strategies in and we're following all this advice, but we're not really taking a big look at all our strategies. What are the priorities? So then you have this person that is spending three, four hours on Instagram a day because they're doing the post of the day. Then they think they need to go live four times a week. Then they think they need to create seven reels per week. And then they think they need to engage with hashtags for the half an hour before they post, half an hour after they post. What happens, you guys? They have zero product they don't have client yeah. relations they don't have like actual relationships that they can do something like we're doing right now so yeah i think i'm very passionate about thinking like instagram is not your whole business even if your whole business is instagram like us yeah even if you're like an instagram creator there's a lot more that has to happen to make it a business it's a small yeah. part of it yeah so i think like i'm really big about you know, being smart about what you're going to do on Instagram, how much time you're going to do on Instagram. I think a big one is like, sure, with engaging, I'm, I always go back to that one, you guys, but with engaging with hashtags for an hour a day, give me more people to check out my page, maybe a few more followers. Absolutely, you would. Yeah. Is it proportional to the amount of effort you're putting daily? Absolutely not. And that's why I'm like really big about saying, don't do that. Sure. If you're just started your business, you do not have another work. If you don't have like other things you need to be busy with and you have the time in the beginning. Sure. Like if your hours are not accounted for, go for yeah. it, you know, for a little while. But I think yeah. the goal is to just like reach out to people, get a client, you know, start working on the actual business, learn how to create your own website. like, you know, just yeah. learn new things, learn how to create, you know, how to grow that business. Spending all that time on Instagram is not the best way to go about your business. Right. It's a tool, right? Like oh, there's so many different marketing channels and tools within those channels that we're using within a business because like you said, you might need, you maybe need a website to sell your product or to have someone book a call and maybe you need email marketing to like nurture leads. Yeah. Or to, you know, build people up before a launch and maybe you need to work on the actual product or to develop the service or to lead the, like once you get a client, you have to manage that client. So like then you're delivering the service or the 
product or packing and shipping boxes. Like what, there's so many things that happen behind the scenes of a business, depending on what your business is. And I think, again, we go back to like the Instagram quote unquote experts and gurus that like give you this recipe of like what you have to do to be successful on a platform like Instagram. And it is a ridiculous list that like, even me with lots of free time, because I have a team helping me do a lot of these other marketing things. I like, I'm just like, no way am I going to spend this much time on a platform and being like a clown or a dancing monkey for a platform that just wants me to create content to keep their pockets filled, right? Like it doesn't equate to like the money coming into my business. No, that totally makes sense. I think for me, it's really cool because when I started on Instagram, I was doing web design because that's what I was doing. I wasn't using Instagram like the way I use it now, obviously, but it was cool because I developed a really like healthy relationship with Instagram where I was using it to market my business, but I knew it was just a tiny piece of it. And in the beginning, most of my leads like would come from Instagram, but it was because I was connecting with other people via Instagram and like we would meet for coffee and they would send like clients my way. So I think that for me made it really easy for me to like see Instagram as a tool instead of making it my whole business. And even now, like a lot of my clients are people I've met in person and then they'll work backwards and they'll go to my Instagram and then they want to work with me. Or it'll be like a friend of a friend who refers someone to me. So I think that's kind of cool as well as like, I have that perspective that Instagram is a tool and I'm not letting it run my life. But yeah, we do see like so much advice that is like, Instagram should be your bread and butter. This should be where you're spending all your time, all your energy to grow your business. And it's almost like backwards. Like I think you need to focus on your life first and Instagram is like the, the dissemination of that information and what you're actually doing in real life. I think, you know, I used to always say that in the beginning of my business that I was teaching like, you know, uh, workshops and stuff I'll be like yeah. you have to do cool stuff offline so you can talk about it online it's not just okay. like okay let I me create the coolest content but there's nothing behind yeah. that right and I think yeah. uh, just that obsession about let's see how many likes I got now and oh let me put another story up like you have to put stories throughout your whole day actually that lowers engagement like it's better just to have yeah. less stories you know so I think as things progress as we have less engagement as there are more features People are just doing more and more and more and more. And I don't think that's the answer for a few reasons. One, it's not even the answer Instagram-wise, because if you have a reel every day, people are tired of seeing your face on the reel, like they're ready for something, some different type of content. If you have 30 stories and people just see all those dots, they just go away. I don't care how interesting you are. I cannot go through all that, those stories. Uh, leave some for the next day. Take a break, you know. And also, if you're on it all day long, you don't get other things done. Like Stephanie was saying, I think Instagram is the shiny thing, right? It's super easy. Yeah. We know how it works. You go there. It's on your phone. It's simple. Not simple to grow. Not simple to, yeah. you know, make sales out of it. But very simple to be in it, right? To be scrolling. Yeah. It's comfortable. It's comfortable because... Then you neglect the other things that maybe require a little more work and you're going to have to learn a little bit like email marketing. It's so big. It's so important. And people are still like yeah. not even doing it. And then other platforms like we're here recording a podcast. Like, why are we doing this? Like, sure, it's really fun, but we could also just be yeah. here chatting and not have to deal with the echo. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. I think we need to think about all the things that make sense in our business that gives us pleasure because this gives us pleasure. It's not like any of us needed to do a podcast, but to us, it was a so better place to put our time than 
more just engaging with hashtags or, or things like that. We can also look at like the length of time we've had and been in our businesses and how we've layered in these tools as we've progressed and grown, right? Like based on need and, you know, different ways, different strategies. We've got team support in some ways and like being able to have the time to be able to put this. So I think you can look at a business like any of ours and you go, oh my God, they've got a blog and they've got an email and they've got Instagram and they've got, this is like, they've got a podcast. They've got all these things. We didn't have all those things like right out of the box, right? Like it's like little by little over the years, like adding these things in and being strategic about like how we want to use them. So I think looking at a customer journey, like your own customer journey is a great way to determine how much time to spend on a platform, any social media platform, and whether you need to insert email marketing, whether you need to work on your like client onboarding or like your customer service or like your delivery and your packaging and your shipping or like whatever it is that you have also to work on as like the leader or the owner of your business and how much time to dedicate to Instagram based on like what people are getting and how you're moving them through your customer journey and through that funnel, right? Because I know from my business, like I think about, we start with content on our blog before we even think about our Instagram content, because that's really like the educational foundation of like what we're trying to teach and train and like be known for. So we start with when I'm planning any of my content for the business, I don't start with what's going to show up on Instagram. I start with what's going to go on our blog first for like SEO then our Pinterest team gets that. And then my email marketing person gets that. And then my social media manager takes that and it's sort of being replicated, right? And all of it is really to try to get people on our email list because then, then we're continuing the conversation that way. We're sometimes, sometimes trying to point them to our shop, sometimes to our programs when we're in launch, but like Instagram is like in the middle. It's a cog in that machine. It is not my entire machine. Yeah. Just for fun, I did not have branding or a logo for a year and a half and I did not have a website for eight months when I started my business so I feel like we talked did we do that Instagram live for later before you had any of your marketing and, and website or did you have that at that time I did my own webs, my own logo, and it was horrendous because I didn't know how to design anything back then. I did my whole first website and logo and stuff too in Canva. And like I yeah. didn't know what Canva was. Yeah, yeah. so I started doing <laughs> classes in person. So I just did a Eventbrite account, and that's what my linking bio was, and that worked just fine when I, you know, at that point in time. So I think I agree with what you're saying, Steph. I think it's not like someone that's starting look at us and be like, oh no, they have their email marketing this and that. Like it's a process and I think I'm really big about start with what you have but I think totally. once you've been in business you are in business for years and you're still just spending your, your whole day on Instagram like that's you should think of the priorities and, and also just time right I remember one day I was in my in-laws house and we we're talking about the kids or something and in, in my in, my husband's dad my father-in-law he was looking at us like we're lunatics we're like how are you so overwhelmed and like you know kids that go yeah. to school like he's just thinking we're crazy and I'm like you know what yeah. he didn't have gmail all day long when he was raising kids and he didn't have yeah social media platforms he needed to be in when he was raising kids and that's the crap that is keeping us from sleeping and from having a healthy life like and yeah. then we're engaging with hashtags for an hour a day like don't do it you guys like again if it's the beginning of your business and you don't have clients yet you're just kind of hustling totally fine to yeah. do more then but i think as the business grows you have a business you have a product you have clients that should be like the least of your priorities. One of the like guiding values that I always go back to is like, why did I want to start my own business? And it's like, I wanted to start my own business because I didn't want to be tied to my phone 24 seven, or I didn't want to have to like 
work a specific schedule or like do things that don't make me happy. I was going to say, isn't that funny? <laughs> and like do things that don't make me happy. And it's like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I have to do this thing or I have to, it's like, why? Like I started this business so I could have that freedom, that flexibility. And for me to be married to my phone and you know, it's gotten so much better for me the last six months. Um, but there was definitely times where I was spending like five hours a day on Instagram, which is like gross. Like if I say that out loud, I'm like embarrassed. And now it's like down to an hour a day ish, which is still like a lot. But I think for what I do, it's not bad. So I think like that, you know, reminding yourself like why you're doing this, like you didn't start your own business so you could spend an hour engaging in hashtags a day. You started your business so you can have more time with your kids or like so you could have freedom to travel. And I think like putting it into that perspective of like, is that engagement in the hashtags for an hour? Is that moving the needle for your business? Probably not. Like a better use of your time would be like networking, in my opinion. Email five people. Right. right. Yeah. It's like thinking about it in like terms of like your hourly rate and like would, you know, should I be paid this much for like this sort of task? And is what's the ROI on that task? Right. And then also there's something to be said, you know, for hiring somebody, a virtual assistant to do the hashtag engagement for you or to, you know, get a social media manager to take over it completely as you start to get busier. Because at the end of the day, if you aren't a social media manager or you're not a content creator and that's how you're connecting, right? If I'm like an individual content creator and and this is really where a lot of my conversations and networking and communicating with like potential clients happens, then I can hand that off because it's like a lower priority task. It's necessary, but it's not a high priority as the leader or the you know creator or the visionary of a business. If I'm not an Instagram creator and I'm not a social media manager. I just want to shamelessly plug Manu's templates for a second because this is one of the things Go for that it. I, think, I think like quiet, this is everybody. one of the things listen that, to her. <laughs> listen, everyone quiet, quiet. <laughs> One of the things that really helped my business is like accepting that I'm not the best at everything. Like I'm not amazing at graphic design and that's okay. I have like a ton of really great ideas. I like know my stuff, but I'm not great at graphic design and that's okay. And that is why I use templates from people who know what they're doing. And that is why I outsource my bookkeeping. So I think like, again, it's like, you know, where is your time best spent? And if you're not an amazing graphic designer and you don't understand Instagram strategy or you don't wanna spend a ton of time researching how to get engagement, that's where templates become really useful or like any other tool that helps you save time. Sorry, this became such an ad. <laughs> but my point is that like using your time wisely, like Steph said, and you know, if you have to outsource something, that's great. But like, maybe you don't have the capacity to hire someone and that can be expensive. Look at like the smallest version of that. Like that could be a template. Yeah, a time saving. And now it's time for a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag affiliate. <laughs> oh my goodness. This episode is brought to you by your social team template shop. Is Instagram engagement bringing you down? Let me guess, you're blaming it on the algorithm, aren't you? But I'll tell you a secret. The reason why your posts are flopping could very well be the design of your content. That's right. Designing for Instagram is not just making things pretty. It takes a lot of strategy to optimize your content for a phone screen, make it original enough to stop the scroll, and intriguing enough to take people straight to your call to action. And all that can be hard to DIY. That's why people are obsessed with our Canva templates for Instagram. Our templates will help you grow engagement with creative and original designs, keep up with the latest trends, always have ideas of what to post with our text prompts, implement new features with ease, and save a ton of time. You will never want to create content from scratch again. Our templates are customizable for any niche and come with demo videos to help you make them unique for your brand. Use the code NOFILTER to get 10% off anything in the template shop at your social.team. 
No, but it's true. Oh, I think goodness. people She's like think, you know, I, I, we see a lot of that. And I think for you too, Laura, with your membership staff for the stuff you do as well for social media managers, yeah. I think a lot of people are like, oh, no, I cannot spend, I don't know, whether it's yes. 50 exactly. bucks a month or for you, you have bigger program staff or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think there is a point in time it's like, Yes. Do you yes. make zero dollars in your business? Then I agree. Maybe it's yes. not the time yet. Yes. You don't have clients. It's Absolutely. the time to DIY. I DIY at that phase too. But I think when Absolutely. you're making some money in your business, if you're trying not to have a $50 expense, which is an investment, really, it's not like just that you bought a vase of flowers for yeah. the office, um, which I love flowers too. I think that's also an investment. Yeah. But I think like just being able to see like, how much freedom does that give you? How much time does that take off your shoulders? And what's the value of that time? And maybe it's not even that someone would be paying you for that time, but yeah. you would be able to sleep and you would be able to like feel whole again and like take a nap in the middle of the day if you need to, or just yeah. do less, not work on the weekends. Like what is that? You know, I think we need, mm -hmm. I, one thing that I do think that I should have done earlier in my business, going back to Instagram is not your whole business team is I wish I had gotten resources earlier and I had invested Same. in the education earlier because yeah. when I did, the correlation to how my business grew is, is uncanny. And you know, I, that's a conversation I love anyway. And I think it does go back to like your, just the investments of like, whether it is a time and energy investment or an investment of like a template, like you said, like if it's $50 a month or if it's $10,000, like what is it going to allow you to be able to do? And how many times can you do it? How, how repeatable and how can you multiply the, that amount of time or that like result over and over and over having invested your time in, the, in those kinds of things? I think that's one of the biggest mental blocks that also, not even social media managers, all business owners deal with is like, I don't think I can afford to have the help but therefore they keep themselves very small from doing that. So like I said, I feel like we should not, Instagram is not your whole business unless you are a social media manager on Instagram or you're like a content creator who is making those big connections. And otherwise, I think like even as a beginner business owner, you should look at very quickly trying to outsource it if you can, because you know, you've got, if you're a business owner and your business isn't on the internet that, or if it's not on social media or on one of those platforms, then like you have so much to do. Like even if you're being scrappy in your business in other places, the social media piece might not be the place where you should be spending all your time. What I think makes it hard is that I don't think any of us do this, but I see a lot of Instagram educators or experts, whatever you want to call them, and they are preaching, you know, posting seven times a day. And it's it's hard because it's like, I understand that you think it's important to post five reels a minute, but you have to understand that that advice is for someone whose sole purpose is to grow an Instagram account. Like that's their whole purpose. And I don't know about you guys, but I didn't start my business so I could grow an account. I started my business so I could like not work for someone else so I could have freedom so I could have flexibility and I think going back to like maybe putting any information or content that you consume through that filter of like okay but what does this what does this actually do for me like, and then what yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. and that's the thing like I think it's hard to to make that differentiation of like Instagram's not your whole business when you see online it's like just post more and your business will take off and it's like just because you posted more and you grew your account it doesn't mean that there's any relationship to money or you know anything else that provides value in your life because money's not the only thing that provides value yeah and I think it really depends on the person too like you know let's yeah. compare even like me and Steph right Steph has this really big program like high price ticket I do low price ticket stuff yeah. and I have a lot of different things that I want to promote for me, if I post 
twice a week, three times a week, that's not going to cut it. Like, when do I promote all the yeah. things I have? I need to post every day, like, or maybe a little more sometimes. Yeah. But if you have one program or maybe you're a social media manager and you'd have like 10 clients and you're booked out, or maybe you have room for one more, you don't need to be on social media posting like seven times a day. Like no. you're just wasting time. You could actually have two more clients if you're doing that, you know? And also I think like, I think there's a whole new issue that that causes as well, which is service providers that you, let's say that People are doing a job for you. And we discussed that before too. You, you and me, Laura, maybe it was my therapist. Yeah. That's the new thing we always say here. Oh, wait a minute. Was it you guys or was, was it my therapist? My therapist. Um, so no, I think one thing that we discussed too, it's like this, this happened to me a couple of times. I had this service provider that was missing all the deadlines, missing all the deadlines. And I would get notifications on my phone. I don't know why I had those notifications on that they were live on Clubhouse, like, four times a week. And I'm like, how can this person be live at Clubhouse yeah. four times a week when they're not even like delivering things on time yeah. for their clients? And that's when you think your priorities are reversed, you know, like you need to take care of your clients yeah. well, because your clients are the ones that are paying for your bills. And also yeah. like when you cultivate that relationship, it just grows, right? It's such a good call out because like for social media, like you said, for social media managers or a service provider in general, like, and Laura, like what you said you did in the beginning, Instagram is not your whole business as far as marketing it, because we think sometimes that it's so passive. Like I just need to post a shit ton of content because then from there I'll attract the kind of clients that I want. Instead of just going, I'm going to spend my time just finding the clients that I want and talking directly to them <laughs> and trying to land that client. And then you have to do, like you said, way less marketing because the whole end goal of all of that content being flung out is to bring in the, so we just like skip the middleman and go straight to the freaking client. Like, I think we just forget, we lose the plot because everybody's telling us how much content we need to share to be successful. But like, what kind of success are we talking about here? I also think that today in today's day and age, I don't think it's realistic for every little business to think that they're going to have 10K followers on Instagram. I think many yeah, of them, I'm, I'm big at growing your audience. I love growing audience. I think you that's a good it. thing. Yeah. I'm not one of those that are like, oh, numbers of followers don't matter like if you know how to sell it to them to me sorry <laughs> yeah no it depends it depends that's what i say we have an episode about it we all have similar we're gonna yeah. talk about that but i to me like sure it doesn't matter and even to you laura you're a great example that you had a smaller audience and you put like two big new streams of revenue that's because of my audience yeah but i wanted that that's the thing like i yes i, I feel like that's so often like you know that's like the road the rags to riches story like you are a service provider and then you're a course creator and it's like maybe you want to do that but maybe you just maybe you like being a service provider you just want to provide a service to five clients but how about yeah. but i'm not talking about courses necessarily i'm, I'm talking about like yeah. Uh, affiliate affiliate marketing yeah. you have affiliate, a membership yeah. also people who have a product right exactly, so many yeah. people sell products of course the more people you have in your audience the more you're gonna sell and even if you're a service provider if you're a social media agency and you're like i have two openings if you have more followers yeah. that care about you and you say i have two openings you have a much bigger chance to get those openings filled so i am all for growing your account but i also think that what is the expectation of that growth it's yeah. not like tens of thousands of people i think for most people if you get to 2k that's amazing like that's amazing yeah. you should be celebrating you know but i think it, it's more of like how to do that what are you doing with those 2k people because you can make a lot more money from these 2k people if you actually are marketing your stuff 
Then when you just grow yeah. an account by dancing on reels and then you don't sell anything, no hate to dancing yeah. on reels. I mean, it's just well, a little bit. It depends on who's dancing. Yeah, depends on the day. <laughs> depends depends how on the dance skills. Um, but I think it's just like, yeah, you just stay on Instagram all day. I think most people stay on Instagram all day to grow on Instagram and they don't have a plan past that. Right. Yes. I mean, even from a social media manager, like somebody who provided social media services, like that's always, and I hear this from my community as well, is like, that's kind of like a roadblock for them because you've got somebody who just like wants the Instagram fame and they have a business idea or they haven't even developed like what they're, they don't have a core value. They don't have a, a real product. They have a crappy website and a crappy product. And they think Instagram or social media in general is going to like fix it and band-aid all of that. And they like expect this like crazy growth, but on the back end, the service provider has nothing to really market or what their marketing isn't like a solid proven anything or a great product and so it just it's like a you know you're stuck at at the start from the very beginning like you can't really move forward in that in that regard so I think we get that shiny object like oh I just need Instagram everybody's blowing up on Instagram and you have to go back to like business basics like what are we even at for what like what's the goal of this yeah so my my suggestions and I would love to hear you guys to add to this too if you have any others but I think not to make Instagram your whole business. One of them is to batch your content, even if it's weekly. I love weekly. I think that's enough. If on Friday you batch the content for the week, for the following week, if that's your own business, if it's a client, probably that's not enough time, of course. Yeah. But, you know, you're batching content two weeks in advance or one week in advance. I like the one week or, or more. I usually batch for the week and that's all scheduled. And then I have like content that I can use, but I'm not sure when yet. So that's kind of yeah. how I do it myself. The other thing to me is always using a scheduling app because yeah. even Absolutely. if I'm doing the post of the day, let's say that I slipped, I didn't have anything or I wanted to quick switch. If I open Instagram to post it, I'm going to get sucked on that scroll for like 20 minutes before I post. If I go yeah. to later or whatever scheduling app that you use, that's not going to happen. Like you're not going to get sucked in there. So no. I always am big at that too. I would say cap your engagement time, always prioritize the people who comment in your stuff, then your clients. And then if you have time for extras, you can do that too. Those would be three for me that are big. Like, I mean, batching content, just even if it's a small batch, using a planning app and then capping your engagement. How about you guys? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me is going back to my why and like what value that's going to add to my life. So, you know, before I make a reel, it's like, why am I making this reel? And it's like, okay, what's the intention behind this reel? And I think having, that's my word of the year, intentionality, is having that intentionality behind why you're doing something on Instagram. That can really help you to like streamline your time on Instagram. Because when you open the app, you're like, I'm opening the app to post a reel. You're not just opening it mindlessly thinking, I'm going to like some stuff and comment on some things to get some, like why? Like ask yourself why. I love your reward yeah, of the year. Yeah. Mine is naps. But I think that also, I think naps is I also that. an intentional kind of thing, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. My, I didn't choose a word of the year this year. I didn't, I didn't either. My word of the year is like boxer puppy. If anyone wants to give me one, I'm pretty obsessed right now. I'm going to die. I'll claim that for you. Oh, thank you. I'm manifesting a boxer puppy here. Yeah, I think you guys nailed it. Like intention. I think I don't go, I don't post if I don't have anything to say or if I don't have anything to promote. Like I just, I'm not really posting. Maybe if I want to share something in a story that's happening in my personal life. I mean, I've got a social media manager. So 
again, my thing to add would I've talked about it a couple different times would be to outsource. Like if you get to that point to be able to just hand it off, if that's not your focus and shouldn't be your focus because you're not a social media manager or a creator. And so yeah, batching all of the time, like you said, being intentional about what you're posting and making sure it connects to some sort of goal or outcome. I mean, some of it can just be visibility, right? Like we might dance on a reel because we just want to, yeah, that's the intention. Like that doesn't mean it has to be a sale or it has to be like a new subscriber, but like understanding what that whole strategy is. Yeah, absolutely. But that's an intention. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe have doing my engagement from the bathtub. I mean, like that's like, you know, like I'm just chilling. I'm like relaxing. I'm scrolling through TikTok and maybe I'm replying to some DMs because I didn't want to do it during the day because I had more important stuff to do. I love a bathtub. That's my word of the year is bathtub. Yeah. Bathtub. <laughs> that's a good word of the year. I'll stick to boxer pump. I love pump, a good you know. tub. Yeah, um, yeah. I would say like my word for everybody else would be salesy. Be salesy. That's my word every year. Money is my word every year. Every day. <laughs> I know. I did, a, I did a post and I was like, let's be more salesy this year. Like my New Year's Eve post. And I was like, I wonder if people are going to be like, should we tell her that she doesn't need to be anymore? <laughs> but I'm like, I'm talking about other people. Like it. I think all of yeah. us as women like, in I'm business good. or small business know. owners need to be a lot more salesy than we are. And that's another thing, you know, because that's, of course, Instagram is not just for sales, but the reason we're there as business is for generating revenue, business growth. It's marketing. Yeah. Marketing is selling something. Exactly. Yeah. So make that time that you're on Instagram work for that, you know. Intentional. Yeah. Intention yes. and boxer puppies and naps and bathtubs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think we covered it all. It. Yeah. We'll see yeah. you guys next week. Thank you. Bye everyone. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Close Friends No Filter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love for you to leave us a review or share it with your close friends. And make sure to follow this podcast so you never miss a new episode. You can learn more about each of us, submit your questions or new episode ideas, or just say hi by heading to www.closefriendsnofilter.com or by following us on Instagram at closefriendsnofilter.com.